Briggs. It's your old pal, the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> this is Joe Bob Briggs. This is Jeffrey Combs. Hey, this is Scotty from Anthrax. Hi, you're listening to Adrienne Barbeau. Hi, this is Doc Bradley. You're listening to Quality Time. You're listening to Quality Time. Quality Time Broadcast. And you're listening to Quality Time. Quality Time Podcast. I'm saying this under duress. You better keep listening or I will tear your soul apart. Is it is it relevant to the movie, or does it need to happen before we start talking about the movie? That's what I'm. Uh, it's relevant to the. I mean, relevant. It's relevant to the movie. It's relevant. All right, that's that's the important thing I wanted to ask. I has been drinking. <laughs> problem with the English language. <laughs> okay, that's good. <laughs> well, fuck it. Happy 9-11, everybody, and welcome to Quality Time. We're here. Never forget. Uh, I'm joined. Uh, my name is Eric Woodworth. I'm joined by, uh, uh, first, my blood, my brother, uh, and a man who picked a movie that I have some things about to talk about, uh, <laughs> Mr. Jeremy P. Woodworth. Jeremy, how are you? I don't know who you're talking about. Oh, my God. Is that Christopher Walken about to fucking dance my pants away? That's right. This is one of my favorite dancing movies other than the Fat Boy Slim video or <laughs> my other favorite dancing movie, The Deer Hunter. Giddy Mao, Giddy Mao on the dance floor. And uh, that other uh, uh, breathy undertone that you hear in the background is none other than the lovely, the talented Miss Ashley Pontius. Ashley, how are you? I'm good, Daddy. Like you said, happy 9-11. I just wanted you boys to know that I actually named my breasts after the two towers because the left one fell first. And the right one has quickly followed suit. <laughs> All right. Hell yeah. My, my favorite scene <laughs> of the naked gun is, I don't know, everywhere I look, I'm always reminded of her. And he sees the same same kind of uh, b- dome towers that they have in, in Dundalk, but those are golden, much like Madonna's breasts. Yeah, it just uh, looks like two giant titties. Like, oh, I should call her. Damn it. By the way, I'm very proud to be the only person that ever does a Christopher Walken impression. <laughs> you should be. Oh fuck yeah, maybe, dude! Maybe I should take it on the road, and I can also make jokes about how black people walk different than white people. Yo, black people be walking like this, and whites they be walking like that. Um, I am uh, I'm excited to. I, I, I actually sold that from uh, Mencia. Carlos Mencia. Oh wow! Well, it's third hand use all now. My material from him. <laughs> you only do Carlos Mencia bits. Yeah. I'm uh, also Mexican. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Well, uh, welcome once again. Uh, I have had a bit of a week this week. Uh, I've been dog sitting uh, Jeremy and I's sister's dog. Uh, all week, uh, the sweet Marley, which is eerily the same name as my dead dog Barley, and did I call her Barley multiple times? Yes, I did. Except while my dog, 
Also, this is the same exact dog as her last dog that died as a pit bull. Yeah, so it's a pit bull that looks just like her old dog, Ginger, too, who I've definitely called this dog Ginger a couple times. Um, <laughs> so uh, she is, you know what? She has the uh, ability to be a sweet dog, but she's nice to my kids. She loves Tracy. This dog fucking hates me. And I mean, <laughs> with a pa- I'm telling you a passion where every time I enter a room that she's in, it's a solid 10 minutes of barking and growling and, and, and snipping at me. Yes, Ashley. Um, I hate to, th- I hate to point this out, Eric, but mm-hmm. is there any chance it could be, be because of your new mustache that it reminds the dog that you look like the man that shot her last owner? Okay. <laughs> you say I look like I'm a cop now? Is that what it is? Well, that's a white dog. <laughs> oh, I'm Paul Ballart now. God damn it. No, listen, Kevin James, listen, there's a market out there for Kevin James. I like it. I'm going to keep rocking it. Uh, the, I don't way, know. The only, the, only, the only dog the dog doesn't bark at is Paul Winfield. So he has the white dog. Uh, so this, this dog legit, I'm telling you, it's not even like when I enter the house. I could be downstairs. The dog knows I'm downstairs. Here's me moving around. If I come upstairs, get the fuck out of here. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> so much that like once I just, I found the best way is just to kind of ignore the dog and let her calm down for a little bit. Like no matter what I say, there's nothing that'll work. And so I just ignore until she's ready to calm down. And then I'll be like, hello. And then I'll talk to you. Wait, wait, it's another but, holiday. But she, uh, uh, it's another holiday now. Okay. It's not only 9-11. It's also 420. What? It's also 420 o'clock. Oh, okay. No. Got it. That, now, see, it almost makes sense to our audio medium that could be listening at any time. <laughs> that you're, but it is 420 on 9-11 right now. And I appreciate, Jeremy, you pointing that out. Um, we're gonna, are we going to light the double blunts? Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah, let's light them up, man. Let's do it. Uh, I'm just thinking that I smoke weed. Sorry. Yeah, Jeremy, you don't smoke weed. You're not allowed to celebrate 420. In fact, you need to go wait in the fucking corner for the rest of the show. Um, well, I do make it. I do make a giant tower, and I burn a living man in it. Oh, oh, a regular old Burning Man sitch. Oh, it's okay. actually a stick figure that looks like Nicolas Cage. Ugh, not the bees, no. Uh, I'm sorry, the dog hates you, Eric. This dog. It's not only the dog hates me. Uh, one time I just walked by the dog. It just fucking bit my hand. Like as I was walking by, like, fuck you. <laughs> so this dog just does <laughs> legit does not like me at all. Uh, another dog that didn't like me was Jeremy's dog, Xena. But that is because I tormented her one time and she never forgot it ever. He was just like, I was like, you're such a nice dog. I was like, ah, nightmare like this. And then <laughs> the dog forever. Xena did not like me for a long time. It took me a long time to get her. Time that Eric met Zena, <laughs> did a fucking Jennifer Beals flash dance thing with his hands while the dog was trying to get up. And I've never seen the dog so angry. It's like, I will fucking kill your son! Yeah, I was just going like this, like, hoo, 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 like this. And the dog fucking freaked out and tried to murder me. And I was like, Zena, relax. You're literally doing the flash dance dance with me. <laughs> But you know what really hurts, though, is hearing that these dogs have better standards for how men treat them than I do. <laughs> like one and you're done. And I'm like, you know what? The seventh time is fine. He's going to come back. Look, Ashley, the, the fourth time, 
I really felt bad when I was doing the flash dance like this to your face. I that felt kind of bad after that many times. <laughs> just you, you you're dancing it. Ashley's face over and over again. Like your brother rub, don't you? The real wide eyes. I'm like, hey Eric, looks like you're gonna kill me. Oh God! So uh, I finally got the dog got picked up today, and uh, God, she shouldn't she couldn't have been more happy because her other roommate, her other dog, was with my mom this week, Jaxie, and they went nuts. And she didn't bark at me until the very end, where it was like time to leave. I was like, "I'll see you later, uh, Marley," and she just went, "Fuck you!" Ah, ah. I'm like, <laughs> just like I never want to come back here again, you fucking cunt. Uh, <laughs> so this dog really disliked me, and, and that's odd because I'm usually. Quite, I'm an animal lover. I I will try to love any animal. Truly, I will get down yeah, but, on a knee. I'll do whatever it takes. But yeah, but I mean, the same rule could apply to a pedophile. Be like, you love children, but not every child's gonna love you. Yeah, well, I'm the one with all the free candy at the soccer game. So turn up. Uh, <laughs> I have a different different definition of love, and that is <laughs> something that other people want to kill them for. <laughs> so, Hear me. Jeremy, hear me out. Let's work on a movie together. Pet Cemetery Part Two. Let's go dig up Eric's dog. <laughs> so, oh, my other my other favorite thing was was since this is September, which is de- uh, well, last last month was Dad's death month. Was Dad would walk normally around the dog, and then he would instant go to uh, prowling stance mm-hmm. his, his whole body demeanor was like a prowl and the dog would instantly start barking like, what the fuck are you doing you're fucking you're, you're making it weird no i do like i do like playing with dogs by like pretending to sneak up on them while they're looking at you that does make them uneasy it is fun but i didn't do it to this dog because this dog just gets growly at me the second i get close to it it would also do things like i want to play with you and it would bring me a toy and then like when it, it would bring the toy to my face and then go like start growling like I dare you to fucking take this right now from me <laughs> Eric think of this pit bull like someone with borderline personality disorder <laughs> she's testing you it was the Ashley of dogs um, way, uh, Eric, Eric and I are uh, starting a new uh, uh, channel show on our um, you know the discovery channel it's called the uh, the animal aggravator the animal aggravator. He's like, He's I, I spent my, bad. I spent my entire life harassing and causing permanent scars to animals, <laughs> making them completely, making their only use to be euthanized moving forward. Uh, I am oh. the animal agitator. <laughs> does, does that come on after the inconveniencer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The other thing is, not only is it 9-11 today, it's also Suicide Awareness Month. Um, so I'm just going to start making people aware of the fact that I wish they were dead. Is yeah, there anybody I, I you'd, like to click, a... you'd like to start this off with? Who's, who's your nah, number one be... wish they were dead seed? Uh, is, it a, is it a Chris Restivo? Is it a, is it a local open micer? I, who's going to get that number one seed? Hear me out, Eric. That's something for a Patreon. <laughs> You have to pay to find out if I hate you. All right, I like that. I like that. Okay. By the way, I, I, my suicide hotline that I run, I'm almost a hundred percent, and I, I start off every call like, "What is taking you so long, you fucking loser?" <laughs> yeah, hold on, let me put you on hold. Jump. This is the last like thing I'll take us off on because I want to hear more about Eric's weekend and what's going on with Jeremy. Um, but 
do you i don't know if our listeners are aware i don't ever talk about on the show but are you guys are aware that like back in 2018 one time i tried to like i was thinking about like er, er, again and (laughs) i finally caved and did like the text helpline by the way the suicide calling it the you know (laughs) is my favorite (laughs) the old check it out doing the old irish goodbye from life (laughs) (laughs) oh man that is me to a T. No note. Um, <laughs> but so I, <laughs> I was doing the texting option, which, look, to be serious, though, listeners, if you ever find yourself just feeling even remotely like that, the texting option is actually phenomenal. And they were very good at what they did. But at one point, this was still very new in the area that I was working in, they had a local one. I start running out of characters that like it has a character limit on my phone. So I start typing out things like me feel bad, me so sad, me don't know. <laughs> and I just, I just start you just like, sound like a depressed caveman. <laughs> I sound like cookie, cookie monster. As I'm just like me so sad, me want cookie. <laughs> Tea is for toaster. It's in the bathroom for me. <laughs> Can I tell you what I do when I feel suicidal? Sure. I always, you know, call up David Shofar and start complaining. Oh, shout outs David Shofar. Did, how does how does that work? Is it it's like a reverse uh, suicide helpline, right? That's when we start having suicide offs. You know, like, I could kill myself better than you can. And also how, you know, which is which of us is a bigger loser and I I always win. Hell yeah. Well, Jeremy, also, you're talking also, about bigger loser, but didn't you reach your 91st day this week of the fucking job? Is know, that... I'm a winner. Hell a yeah. Winner. <laughs> also, when I feel bad and I, I go out to bums on the street and complain about how bad my life is. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, at least you don't have a skin disease. You're just a bum. <laughs> oh, my. We're very proud of you, Jeremy. We are. That's a good. It's a good accomplishment. Um, I do. I, I don't have much more to talk about other than the dog got picked up today. It was great. My house is in silence again, and it's nice. I can sit next to my wife without a dog that just don't fucking touch her. Like this, which is good. There's some big. There's some big pluses here. Uh, what, about you, what about your shows with uh, Big J, which I assume to be Justin's new uh, nickname? Big. No, Big J Okerson uh, and the Legion of Skanks. Uh, he was. Uh, man, he was really great to work with. I can't say, out of all the people, I will say maybe Keith Robinson is maybe still my favorite person I ever worked with, like on a weekend, in just terms of like sitting in a green room and shooting the shit with. He's really fun. Um, but uh, I got two stories about Big J because he's he's great and, and he's also he draws a fan base that is conducive to my jokes, which I like. Like I I tried to so you guys know I do like this Little Mermaid bit. I tried to do that at the Thursday show. They were like, shut the fuck up. They I, I almost got called a faggot for doing that joke, and then like <laughs> I, I I then just went. I was like, oh, I can just do the dirtiest shit I I fucking want, and then oh god, the rest of the weekend it, I did great. Like every other show, fucking phenomenal. Matt Brown also did a great job. Um, you know what? Even Josie Marcelino did a great job. I'll give her that. She did uh, like guest spots through the weekend, and she did a good job as well. Um, it just there the people that he draws to his show are the people that I want to follow us. And by the way, I got more followers this weekend than I've ever got at any show I've probably ever done. I probably gained like an extra fifteen Instagram followers and shit like that. People were super nice. Um, great times. But I have two stories, okay, from this weekend. Number one, uh, this was this one's from last night, and there was—I mean, technically they're both from last night—but um, 
there was a there was a surly a surly table there. Okay, and it's a, they were fat. yeah they were fat. They definitely were all fat dudes in their like early to late probably thirties, early thirties, late twenties. Fat it was us or bigger. There is, um, I would say, not, not you actually. I mean, me and Eric, slight, slightly smaller um, than uh, me. The guy I want to talk about, right, in their friend group. And I looked at this guy, and he's wearing a Hawaiian shirt, and he is. It's not, it's not hot. Like I'm fat, and like I'm a, I get sweaty on stage sometimes. It's not, it's not hot and thing. This guy is fucking sweating bullets in the fucking front row. Okay. And I mean, it's just like, like he's about to sing, uh, the gangsters paradise chorus for Coolio. That's how sweaty this guy is. Um, very sweaty man. And he keeps like heckling, but like under his breath like that, like you could barely hear it. And his friends are like, dude, shut the fuck up like that. I'm like, okay. And I'm kind of hosting. And then I made some comment about like, I was just like, oh yeah. I was just like, I was talking about, you know, pregnancy or something. I was like, oh, I know you guys are all trying to get pregnant with each other. You're practicing and like, ha 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 ha. I went good. Right. You know, uh oh, how'd fantasy football go? Still not pregnant, bro. Guess we're going to have to try again this weekend. And then, um, it was just a joke about them fucking each other in the ass. It was great. Right. Um, Matt Brown has a, a situation with them where he just finally agrees. He's like, what the fuck drugs are you on? Okay. Like, I want to know the drugs that you were seriously on. And the staff starts to come in and uh, Matt calls them off. He's like, no, 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 don't kick him out. He's, he's fine. He's fine. And so, and by the way, low key inside baseball, Matt got yelled at for calling off the staff <laughs> on, on, t- on quieting that guy. Um, but I finally caught up with him after the show. And this guy's still fucking sweating bullets. And his friends are now chastising him in like a corner. He's like, dude, you keep not taking any responsibility for this. The the four waiters wouldn't have surrounded us at one point to ask you to shut the fuck up if you were doing the right thing. And they're like literally like shitting on you. He's like, he was like, hey, man, did you think I was bad? I was like, honestly, I didn't think you were bad. And he was just like, no, he was bad. And you can't let him off the hook by saying that you're doing that. He's just saying that he's a comic. He wants you to like him. And I was just like, you're not wrong. I was like, you're a dick, but not like crazy. It's like, it's, it's all right. I just truly. What drugs are you on? Is what I asked him. And he's like, nothing, man. I was just like, that's fucking horseshit because I got a fucking pot right now with Big J and Matt, and I say mushrooms, they're saying ecstasy. Which the fuck is it? And he tells me that uh, we were both wrong. It's both. He was hippie flipping. He was on (laughs) mushrooms and ecstasy. And I was like, fuck yeah, I knew it was one or the other, but both, it's a win in my book. Hell yeah. So this guy was just, he was having a rough time. And then I felt, I I, I flipped from being angry with this man who was just on a lot of drugs and his friends were just chastising. Like I kind of felt bad for him at the end of the night. And I was like, you're going to be all right, pal. You're going to be all right. I I hate men. So, I mean, good for you. Drugs are you on? Are you on? Are you on heroin? Are you on cocaine? Are you on meth? Are you on mushrooms? Are you on? I'm on all of them. I mean, I can legit see the terror in this guy's eyes of like, I just don't want people to fucking talk to me right now because I'm fucking, I'm but good. Like, here I'm the good. Why pay to go somewhere and be so messed up that you're just unfun to be around like not for you eric 
His friends are not jazzed about this. So, like, why pay to go somewhere where you could have gotten everybody kicked out? Oh, to be clear, I'm glad he wasn't part of my group as as the my responsibility. But I liked that he right. was there. If that makes sense, I know that sounds I know it sounds crazy, but I love I love seeing somebody that's real fucked up that I have no responsibility for. It's the same way when I walk in front of the Seven Eleven and I see that guy fucking just getting that real good heroin buzz where he's not laying down, but somehow is laying down at the same time. I love that he's sleeping better than i'll ever sleep in my life you know and i there's something to be said about that as long as you don't get into a, a fight with a with a random black guy in a movie theater at the end of like infinity game it's all <laughs> infinity game god damn it jeremy um but overall it was a great it was a great weekend i also uh uh spoiler alert uh took so many shots last night that i slept in my car for four hours <laughs> So, uh, I did. I had way too many, and I was just like, I gotta leave. And now, nope, can't drive, can't do that. So, I just, I just, you ever heard that song? That song that goes shots, 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 shots. Sleep, sleep, sleep in my car for four, four well, hours. The other, the other bad part is like, so I love. I'll never turn down a shot. Very rarely will I ever turn down a shot. But Big J, he drinks like a fucking fish, and he he puts down tequila shots. And I was like, and I fucking hate tequila. It's actually my least favorite thing. And I probably had four, and I was not in a good spot. But I, you know what? I did the responsible thing, which realized. I can't go home right now. And I slept in my car until it was safe for me to drive at like five o'clock in the morning. So, uh, that was, you know, that was my weekend overall. Great. Jeremy, you on the other hand, uh, how is now your, is this your permanent job now? Tell us about how that went. I might be a permanent temp, a permanent temp. What? Hell yeah. I still get paid weekly, baby. (laughs) Fuck yeah. So, uh yeah, they 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 actually did weren't lying to me like every other job that I've had for the last two years. And uh yeah, I love my boring job and uh it's a nice quiet warehouse and uh almost nobody's an asshole. And uh well there's one guy that's kind of an asshole, but he doesn't talk much, which is kind of good. There's <laughs> an angry face on all the fucking time. Like literally like wow, this this guy's angry. He's got problems. He hardly ever shows up. <laughs> have they have they told you have, are they dangling a new fruit that says you maybe be a permanent one day? Uh they've they've offered and I, I'm definitely taken. <laughs> well, I think uh, right. do you, is this gonna ha- are you gonna have trouble passing the physical is my next question. <laughs> physical i'm gonna get you a card jeremy when it is official that you're permanent that says you're the asbestos (sighs) i'm gonna get him a t-shirt that says work here till i die and it might be a year or two (laughs) (laughs) okay so yesterday was probably the end of the season for yard sales oh Uh, okay so i'm trying not to cough anymore just get a cough out. Well, how about how about you go on mute, get your cough out, and we can hear an Ashley story. Will that work? And you can tell us about yard sailing when you get back. I'll, I'll get this done. Yeah. <laughs> Clear your throat into the thing. That's our favorite. Yeah, get real throaty. <laughs> this won't be annoying. <laughs> hey, Jer. Hey, Jer. Did you, I heard you went yard sailing the other day, buddy? <laughs> Jer, Jeremy. 
Hey, Jared, if you see any Jackson Brown tapes, can you pick them up for me? If they're as long as they're less than a dollar. If you're paying more than a dollar, you get ripped off. <laughs> no. Uh, okay. Uh, yesterday it was probably forty yard sales, and a lot of drive-bys because they were people. People have shitty yard sales sometimes. It's like don't you? I'm not even gonna walk up to your yard sale, even though I drove here. Shit. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, so here's here's the take for yesterday's. This isn't even including the wife's shit that she got, and she got more shit than I've seen her get in in a years years. Okay, yesterday's take. And everybody who knows the Facebook saw the Darth Vader standee, which I did get for a quarter. Yeah, that looked, that's actually a pretty good find. What was that standee from? Is that an original Star Wars? Is it, or a newer one? What was the promote? What's the year on that thing? It could have been bought 10 years ago. I mean, they're, they're nothing special. It's a standee, which I love standees. And if you know, I worked at theaters for fucking 10 years. And, you know, my other favorite comic used to build standees also at a theater at uh, Regal, I think. Anyway. Me. Anyway. <laughs> so, all right, here's the take. I'll try to make this quick. I've wasted enough of your time. Uh, eight mini flashlights. Oh, okay. Standee. Two bass bodies. One bass neck. Some guitar hardware. Uh, something I bought, Eric, that I don't want to mention because it's secret because I'm going to give him to it today. Ooh, a secret. It's probably a unicorn. It'll go right into the trash. Whatever. You, I'm giving you unicorns. Whatever. Um, two mic stands, two Xbox games, an LP of the Flamingo Kid, Ooh. Three, three posters, a doggy bed, six CDs, a Bluetooth speaker, nine Star Wars comics, uh, world greatest farter coffee mug, <laughs> tar tuner, and 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 two models, and one is of a bike that I'm going to give to uh, Jeff for Christmas, which is fucking rocking. Jeremy, I don't think I realized you bought the mug that says "World's yeah. Greatest Farter" and then "Father." I didn't. Well, I don't, know. I don't know all the bastards that I have in this world, but <laughs> I like to think I'm a father. And, and and it's actually all my semen that goes down the drain and to make chuds. He loves those rats like a like kids. He considers them his children. I, yeah, I'm a father of rats. Yeah, you know how like Game of Thrones has the mother of dragons. He's the father of rats. Uh, <laughs> someday I will eventually meet Rat Boy and we'll so, play some records. Somehow together. Jerry has rat eggs. Like they don't lay eggs, but he's like, these are my rat eggs. I'll hatch them from, and then they become my slaves. Are are we gonna do a remake of Graveyard Shift, but it's just Jeremy getting off work every <laughs> to go home and breastfeed his rats? I get to be the fat guy that runs the hose. We have to do that movie at some point, but anyway. Oh fuck! Who wants to be the uh, the the what's his name, the funky guy, the retard from uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? I'll do it. Brad Dourif. Yeah, Brad Dourif. I'll do it. I look like I look like Brad Diabetes Dourif. I'll do it. Uh, Brad DeBurist. Um Brad is successful. <laughs> um, Ashley, how how was how did your week go since last time we've been together? Uh, it's it's good. I'm I'm working a lot. I am also dog sitting and cat sitting right now, so I'm taking a break from them, abandoning them to come do the podcast. Uh, but uh, pff, nope. Everything everything's good. Have a bunch of shows coming up next week. I did see Barbarian um, on Friday when it came out. It's fantastic. Uh, I'm not going to spoil anything. I will say there is someone who has a small cameo, and that's Kurt Brownoller. 
and I and I message him and I go, Kurt, are you in Barbarian? He's like, yeah, I am. I was like, oh my god, you have this tiny little cameo role, which is so exciting. But Justin Long is in it. He's in- You've somehow he- muted yourself for a moment I'm there. I'm so sorry. I just noticed that too. Um, but Justin Long is in it for uh, part of the movie. He's amazing. And again, to see Kurt do a small walk-on role is fantastic. Now, in the in the lexicon of uh, uh, Justin Long movies, the horror yes. movies, where would you rank this? You know, he has, he's in Drag Me to Hell, Jeepers Creepers, Tusk. How does this rank against some of his other greats here? Well, so, G- uh, so let me go with Tusk for a second. Tusk, mm-hmm. I'm going to exclude from this list just because it's sort of like a comedy like it's 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 a funny horror movie it's like a it's like a parody of it so i'm gonna remove that one though i love tusk i'm gonna remove that from the list jeepers creepers i think is probably still my number one for him because it's just such a well-done horror movie and it's one i can return to over and over Mm -hmm. again out of just fear drag me to hell is great I'm going to put that at number three for Justin Long's career. I say this is a strong number one or number two, depending on who you ask. Oh, okay. he has a great role. I'm, I can't really divulge anything. This is just such a new movie. This is wildly different than anything we've seen in the last couple of years. Completely unexpected. Every person in this movie fantastic can i talk about another movie that you and i have both seen that maybe we haven't mentioned on the podcast um a a newer movie um i I watched uh glorious and i was fucking glory blown away by how you i know we've done butt boy recently and i was like surprised by how good butt boy was I was also goddamn surprised about how good Glorious was because this movie, when you write, when you give the one sentence what this is about, it's a guy trapped in a rest stop with a demonic being uh, that lives in a glory hole, right? Like that's pretty, pretty accurate. Um, I'm expecting like a trauma style level of something. And when I went in there, uh, the best way to describe this movie is if, I put it right on bar with a, a HP Lovecraft movie, um, like The Color of Space. It is yes. very similar to that. And um, J.K. Simmons, who plays the monster, who voices the monster in this, is a fucking, he carries and makes this movie what it is, hands down. Cor- it's so good. Correct. Because I think, I will just say, without giving anything away, I definitely think there's some writing flaws. There's definitely some stuff right at the end that made me go, ugh. But, but yes, the movie kind of sits on his shoulders. But there are some major good reveals or, like, gags, I would even say, in the movie that are so fantastic um, that definitely make it, make it worth watching. Of course, I'm a big backer of the Shutter channel, so I love that they, they produce that. Um, before we, like, move on, I will say real quick, if we're on this topic... I would recommend to everybody, I'll give a movie I would not recommend real quick. Okay. I'm going to give a movie that I think is a must-see. So I rented this movie, Septic Man, the other night. Okay. And it's fucking horrible. (laughs) (laughs) I I thought it was going to be like a comedy. Like, you know what I'm saying? I thought it was Mm going to be a comedy horror movie. It's going to be disgusting and fun. A lot of body horror. It was neither to me a comedy nor a good scary horror movie. It was just Mm. fucking terrible oh, it felt like God. i would put this in torture aligned with like when someone rips off your fingernails in vietnam like it was oh okay <laughs> it was terrible but a movie i would recommend i know this isn't for everybody but i swear the asian horror films that are coming out are so fantastic and if you are like i don't want to read subtitles go fuck yourself you're missing out on great cinema we had the sadness we had the wailing which are both top tier for me someone else recommended to me on shutter 
it's called the medium and it's like found footage documentary style which is not a preferred version i like mm -hmm. you get so lost in this story that you completely do not care and forget that that is the style of filmmaking Oh, okay. I was nice. so into this movie. The last 20 minutes of this movie are so good. I did not sleep very well for two days. Oh, wow. So it's like that. All right. Great. I want to. All right. Killer. What's that? What's it called again? It's called The Medium. The Medium. Okay. It a is, size I haven't is, worn I since a uh, toddler. Excellent. I'm in. A midget is, actor. <laughs> <laughs> just the image of actor. No, it's it's Jeremy. I swear, it's so good. I would put it in league, and I think even the same producer. I think as the sadness or the wailing, which again are both movies I think are phenomenal. Um, so this is on Shutter. It's called The Medium. I believe it's um made in Thailand, if I'm not mistaken. My favorite new medium is uh Peter Dinklage. Okay, he is a medium. <laughs> that is true. I, can I play my favorite um, Justin Long um part? Yeah, please. Sure. Please do that. Like Glenn and Gary suck Ross's meaty cock and drop the hairy nuts in his eager mouth. <laughs> I love Zach and Mary make a point. Sort of. It's a reimagining. Oh, like the Wiz. More erotic. He's a lonely boy. No, it would be exact. <laughs> By the way, every time I see that, I think of the actor from Fright Night. <laughs> I <laughs> like love Kate in his career. Zach and Miri is probably one of my top ten like favorite films of all time. <laughs> I've seen it so many times. I hate to Can say I, I was. I hate to say I was close enough to meet Justin Long and could not afford to get a, a picture oh, of so. But I fucking love Zach and Mary make a porno. Can I get a coffee? Black? Can't you see we talking white? Oh my god, I love it. <laughs> I do like I like Zach and Mary. Uh, it's not my favorite. Oddly, it's my second favorite uh, comedy movie based around the porno pornographic film industry. Uh, first being Orgasmo, though. But Orgasmo is tough to beat in my eyes. It's a, it's a, such a good movie. You need to mix porno to with uh, Mormonism. Yeah, yeah, por Mormonism. Um, <laughs> By Actually, way, it's just called the regular the LDS. Uh, I don't know if you've heard about it, but I'm listening not great. to uh, the Book of Mormon this week. And all the show tunes. Oh, good. Well, I'm glad because Matt brings us. Speaking of show tunes, Jeremy, it brings us to this fucking dog shit movie you're making us watch this week. Um, Jeremy, I have one question first and foremost. Is the show now you just torturing us with movies now? Is that is the joke on me and Ashley now that you when you pick a movie, this is you're subjecting us to a level of dog shit we've never watched before. Can you tell me why you don't like the movie? <laughs> why I don't I mean, we're going to go over it for the next 30 minutes and I'll I'll I'll, I'll break it down, but what I mean, so listen, sometimes jeremy this is what it feels like we have a show and we talk about mainly horror movies or they have a pulpy action feel to it doesn't even fit in that genre you pick you're a, the same person that made me watch face off face off is a pulpy <laughs> action movie face off is a pulpy a action movie, movie that i could not finish watching <laughs> which I is could not stand it okay well hey look if you pick all of my worst movies against all of your worst movies i guarantee we could do a poll and i guarantee my <laughs> my worst movies will be many people's favorite movies for sure look, i've never I, met I a person did, who's ever mentioned this movie 
I did make you watch the worst movie called Legend of Boggy Creek, which was horribly bad. Legend of Boggy Creek, though, fits into our, our genre in general. I like that you break, you not only break what we do here for this, but I mean, I'll have you go ahead, defend your pick this week of uh, the movie. It's 1981, Pennies in Heaven, which, by the way, this is a remake. There's an original version that also exists of this movie uh, that I did not watch uh, and I won't watch. But uh, why, why Pennies from Heaven, Jeremy? This is a dark movie <laughs> with dark themes and is totally masked over by funny show tune 30s music i i could see I, when i was watching it i understood why you liked it for sure um i don't think any regular person who, who's a listener of the show would enjoy this movie but i understand why there were parts that you did enjoy about it uh, the we, dumbest. You got to admit, the highlight is, of course, Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken's. I will. Hey, I will stand back and say, if you watch no other part, just watch the whole bar scene with Christopher Walken. It is actually really entertaining and good. And hey, he's a great fucking dancer. But hey, you remember like when you have this great comedic actor, uh, Steve Martin, and you're like, you know what? We're gonna make sure you never laugh at him through this whole movie. <laughs> Yeah, that's not what he's not going to do a fucking thing that's even remotely funny in this movie. Exactly. <laughs> Hear me. If I can tell you without hurting your feelings, because I love you, if it was between rewatching this movie or rewatching the other, <laughs> I would rewatch the other every single 100%. day that I am left on this planet again before i'd read i'm not gonna it. lie jeremy the other is fucking apocalypse now compared to this movie uh it is <laughs> this, this is this is a bad film how did you even come how have you ever seen pennies from heaven how did this even get into your your radar is this something that you watched with like dad in the 80s or something steve martin at the fucking almost height of his career He's like, do, he, he finished doing stadiums of stand-up in the 70s to do this film. <laughs> and even right after this, he's doing like, you know, The Man with Two Brains and uh, All of Me and all these other hit fucking comedies of the 80s where, you know, yeah. well, he did fall off probably 85 and just made shit comedies. Well, he did. He did. But, he is coming off of the success of The Jerk, which is a great movie, 1979. And this is 81. He comes back to basically make, uh, at least what I was reading, this is the last MGM movie, like big musical movie that they ever made as an ode to the golden age of cinema where musicals came out and imagine making a musical where none of the cast sings in it that is the ba that's my favorite part of this is nobody actually sings it's always a weird dub over of just 1930s music so so jeremy let me just give you also a little bit of context when i graduated high school may of 2011 I flew to Just for Laughs, one of the last years they ever had it in Chicago, to go there to see Steve Martin and Martin Short share the stage. Wow. And and this movie was so upsetting that I want to go back in time <laughs> and demand my money back from flying to Chicago. <laughs> oh god not even you want martin short's half back too because steve martin was so bad in this that you want both 
the Let whole me be very thing. clear. I am also a fan of Martin Short's film Clifford, where he, an adult man, plays a child. I love that Dude, movie. Clifford I is have a that movie, classic. okay? I still consider that a <laughs> No, Clifford is a good ass movie. Clifford is a good ass movie. I love when he's just watching fucking the uh the National Geographic and just watching titties as a kid. <laughs> God, oh, so funny. I hate to say this movie is reality for me because no matter what happens in life, it could be dark or funny, but I'm literally I hear a soundtrack to whatever I see in life. So and I'm singing songs in my head when people are doing stupid funny things. Well, Jeremy, can I tell you the reason I didn't like this movie is that it's also my reality that as a woman at any point I will be abandoned for a man to go live with another woman. So like <laughs> these are not fun things for me to think about. So, Whatever, you put lipstick on your tits every day. Yeah, just oh, we'll get to the lipstick oh, tits long enough. Okay, so look. Hey, so uh, this movie uh, did not do well. Uh, it was it was panned in the theaters, and uh, this is. I want to I want to read this quote from um, uh, a Rolling Stone interview with Steve Martin. Steve Martin, when asked about this movie, says, "I'm disappointed that it didn't open as a blockbuster, and I know what's to blame. Other, he goes, and I don't know what's to blame other than it's me and it's not comedy." I, I just say that people who get the movie in general have been wise and intelligent, and people who don't get it are ignorant scum. <laughs> so, <laughs> so apparently Steve Martin thinks Ashley and I are ignorant scum for not understanding the intricacies of this movie. Can I, can I explain why you guys don't like this movie? Why, why don't you sure. like it? Yeah, yeah. Because it is painful. It yes. is it is a painful movie to watch. It's about a guy who uh leaves his wife to go bang some lady, knocks her up and she becomes a prostitute. Yes, it's a bad it's a bad Let's movie. not forget her abortion. And an abortion and uh yeah, it's it's not it's not great overall. Can I also can I also give away the ending? Sure, why not? I mean, we're doing loose form here. I got a couple of audio clips that I wanted to play, uh but yeah, go for it. Every song is a juxtaposition, and most every song is a lie. Like mm-hmm. when he goes to the, to the bank, he gets he tries to get a loan. He's like, mm-hmm. "Oh, well, let's do the song." My baby said yes, yes. I did get a loan, and they give me big fucking handfuls of money. <laughs> Life is great. Yeah. The song right. is funny. At I, the end of the movie, where he's being hanged, he's like. <laughs> Life is great. No, he gets hanged. And he's- I almost threw a vase when we got to the very end of the movie. Uh, it's like, <laughs> look at all the dancers. You're dead now, and you got you got killed for a crime you didn't do because a bum killed that that blind chick. <laughs> it was just. I have I have written down here, Jeremy. I have written down here from you a week ago. I have written, Jeremy. I want to do Pennies from Heaven, Martin Short. It's one of his best movies. It is a dark <laughs> comedy. End quote. I couldn't find any of this funny, Jeremy. It was yeah. just dark. I just, was... <laughs> I just wanted it to be over. Welcome <laughs> to a new hell. <laughs> <laughs> 
is this your wait from hell is this your way of not like keeping me from killing myself because you're like ashley if you do this is what's waiting for you like is this what you're trying to save me from? yeah when we get to that cliff together and i'm like look look over there oh, shove. <laughs> god the idea of you and i dying together and leaving eric alone is probably something he's dreamed about <laughs> <laughs> oh god damn so a brief i'm just gonna start taking us through some of the plot points of this movie it starts off you get to meet arthur who is uh steve martin in this movie okay he uh wants to he sells sheet music which is already a shitty job in the in the great depression he's selling sheet music where he gets 10 cents a sheet on top like a 10 percent of a sheet sold which is like a 10 cent sale so you might get a penny every time he sells one uh it's not a great job average average meal back then was 10 cents yes for 25 so he'd have yeah. to sell 10 sheets of music just to eat that day um and uh he uh he has a a beautiful wife that he doesn't have sex with and they have a tension tension relationship uh he immediately <laughs> goes he's like well i gotta leave for the next four days guess i gotta go immediately meets uh uh Eileen, who's played by Bernadette Peters, uh, she has a great life. She's she's had by the way, she has a good life. She's just a school teacher whose life is fine. And then uh, he fucks her and knocks her up. <laughs> and then she has to get a fucking abortion. And also, she gets fired by the principal because they find out she's a whore. Um, and um, like, but this is what you would call the whoring twenties. Yes, the whoring twenties at the time. And. Uh, in the meantime, he keeps going to the bank trying to get a loan because he wants to open his own store to sell it. He finally does convince his wife to just give him the money from an inheritance, opens the store. Nobody fucking goes there. Nobody wants it. He leaves that lady knocked up who has to get an abortion, never goes and sees her again. He's just like, I got to go back to my old lady. Like, the, it's just, oh, God, it's so, so bad. Uh- a couple points, because Eric Eric jumped around a lot, which is totally understandable because I know we've been talking for a while. A um, couple notes I made. One, when we see him and his wife in their kitchen early on in the movie, and she's at the stove. And I thought to myself, when I was a little girl, I always dreamed that someday I would be trying to make breakfast while my husband tries to insert himself inside me. Um, <laughs> what a fun, What a fun thing that is. And I also did make a note here. It was at the 23 minute mark that I realized I didn't understand this movie and wanted to go home. Um, (laughs) You don't know the joys of marriage. (laughs) You're right. I've never had the pleasure. Um, But I also. If only I had a good relationship that lasts a long time. (laughs) It'll never happen. I'll be dead by then. Um, The other thing I have is I believe when, when Bernadette leaves very quickly when she she i think um when he shows up at her house completely uninvited like a stalker Mm -hmm. it's like oh don't be afraid and then she has to shoo him away quickly i said she probably ran off to change her soaked panties because what woman isn't turned on by a man who shows up uninvited at her home who's known her for 10 minutes and proposes marriage um, hey but by the way you if you if you are into that kind of guy he'll be performing at uh the wits end on tuesday night i don't know uh what his name is exactly but someone like that will be there so i got uh, uh, jeremy yeah let's play a little bit of your song here that you have here uh the song is called I almost accomplished the uh, the equalization, which I wish I could have re-equalized a little bit more. All right, let's get a little listen. It's called It's 
the depression. Hey, it's the depression. We all are millionaires. Except you need a million to buy a hamburger. The dollar's gone to shits and you can use it to wipe. Did you drop 10 million dollars? That's the same as a buck now. It's the depression, yeah. And my wife's real frigid, yeah. And I asked her to put lipstick on her tits. And that's enough for me, yeah. And I like to play the banjo, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's the depression. Biden our time, Biden our time, yeah, we're just Biden our time to better days, yeah. It's the depression, yeah. Aw, Jeremy, that was lovely. Big fan. It it sounded like it was old timey. It was. It did sound. That was one of the nicest songs you've ever done, honestly. Truly. It felt like it fit the movie. I wish that it happened in this movie, if I'm going to be honest with you. I wish they had done an actual (laughs) musical number. Uh, So I I, I pulled a couple audio clips from some of the parts that stuck out to me. And uh, I'm going to go through them as I pulled them here. Uh, At one part of the movie, he meets a homeless drifter who plays the squeeze box and uh, takes him to a diner. (laughs) And uh, he actually performs the song uh, Pennies in Heaven and uh, it's actually kind of a it's, it, I, I didn't hate it like as far as a musical number goes except for the fact that he's not singing uh, it, it is kind of nice but I love this part he's like he gives him a quarter at the end okay he gives him a quarter and then he, he kisses he kisses his hand and then this is what uh, Steve Martin says to him the second he kisses his hand what are you goddamn pansy I'm sorry sleep on the sidewalk for all I care Mr. <laughs> anyway, I thought I thought that was fun. Um, they uh, later on when he first meets um, uh, uh, Eileen, right? The 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 secret love of his life. Uh, he's talking to some fellows at the bar, okay? And the fellows at the bar chime in and, and they say this right here. Did you get your hand up her skirt, Arthur? You lay her in the back seat. <laughs> she got big tits. <laughs> So he he fought he fought somebody o- over the idea that the guy the lady he was cheating on with he, that, that these guys just said she had big tits that was enough for that, hope, that was fighting I words. Hope, I hope that this is how men talk about me in green rooms. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, um, I also love that yeah, pennies from heaven comes up so many times in this movie, and I had to think about it because I know that men have always made significantly more than women. So I'm like, if men get pennies from heaven, I just get slapped. <laughs> uh, the, the female version is hey pennies from heaven. So oh, that's a good one. Well, when I talk about pennies from heaven, 
want a moment period you're welcome yeah that's what they taste it tastes like patties um so he he goes back to his wife after this and uh she's she's ready to to try something sexually and what could be the weirdest thing we've heard it mentioned before but she she's like i i've changed try harder i've even i've even put lipstick on what do you mean you always put lipstick on no, I'm, I mean, I, I put it on my... What? On your... On your nipples, Joni? <laughs> Have you? What you wanted me to? <laughs> How'd you know I was coming back tonight? <laughs> I've been putting it on every night, Arthur. <laughs> Praying that she'd come back to me. I've been, been putting lipstick on my nipples for every Show night. Me, Angel. Show me, Angel. Oh. Such a waste of lipstick. I also like that he goes, look at those beautiful rose buds. <laughs> These fucking bright I, red nips come out. I'm never, hey, I uh, did laugh out loud at that part. I did fucking laugh hard right there. Oh, God damn. I think it was a comedy. <laughs> I I have a note. Here's the note that I wrote for this scene. I would shoot a man if he called my nipples rosebuds. <laughs> Lovely little rosebuds. This is not Citizen Kane. Don't fucking talk about my nipples like that. I, <laughs> nope. No, I, I've never, I've never dried up faster and like physically without thinking just covered myself and been like, nope, they're good. I, what a, what a waste of lipstick. Ugh. I've never, boys, truthfully, tell me if a girl put lipstick on her nipples, is that a turn on? I would say you need a straight jacket. That would be the number one thing I would say immediately. Immediately you need, you need help. You need, you need drugs. She has the hottest Ellen Page chest i've ever seen <laughs> <laughs> so uh uh we finally get down to uh uh eileen who is not doing great now uh arthur's not returned it is the roaring 30s and uh he's nowhere to be found she's had an abortion she finds her saunters her way into a bar where she meets the great christopher walker <laughs> Sorry. All right. And then uh, he, <laughs> I like that he's trying to woo her everywhere. And he drops this line here, which uh, I, I pulled a clip from. And look at that big fat whore over there. <laughs> That's what I call cheap. Who are you looking at? <laughs> I, like, I like that she sounds like large Marge. She's like, you're not a cheap whore. That's a cheap whore. Hey, what's going on? Don't call me that. <laughs> Can you name the actress? Uh, no. Who's the actress? I'm sorry, Jeremy. Same actress from Porky's uh, um, and also Motel Hell. Oh, really? Wow. Okay. Nice. But you know from the voice, you know I would have guessed Mrs. Fratelli and from Don't Throw Mama from the Train. Oh, no. She's not that ugly. Uh, yeah. She's not. But she's got that beautiful voice. But it's definitely Mrs. Ballbrecker from uh, from uh, Porky's. So. I will say that the lady from, uh, from Goonies and uh, uh, Throw Mama from a Train, she has a natural Thanos face, which I love. I love. <laughs> about her uh, it's just and now a message from Thanos mom give me the infinity stones 
I hate to admit it. I was working on something, and then I heard, look at this fat whore, and I was like, yes, who called? <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's the television. So, not in the room with me. Uh, everybody, everybody knows that Bel Air Road hookers are the cheapest. Is that right? Is that, are they the cheap ones? Um, well, you can pay it either money or crack. Oh, are okay. you telling me? Are you telling me they're the ollies of hookers? Yeah, yeah, the bargain outlet. <laughs> Good whores, real cheap. Holes, <laughs> hole so low you'll never find the bottom. Uh, so <laughs> they need to get you an STD. <laughs> so uh, he eventually, uh, she does become a prostitute at this point in the movie, and she's like, "I'm making money now. Thanks, Arthur. I don't even really need a man." And uh, but she's still, she still low key loves him. Uh, but while he goes and finally goes off with his uh, his new love, Eileen. Um, there is a drifter who gets murdered from earlier in the movie that uh, the murder gets pinned on Arthur. And when they go to question his wife, uh, his wife says this because now she knows he's run off with some other woman. You get to hear this. I want them to cut his thing off and bury it. <laughs> so, um, yeah. hell hath no fury like a woman's castration. Uh, so now Arthur's on the run with his new love. And, uh, God, the end of this movie, for the fuck's <laughs> sake, Jeremy, it is fucking wild. He eventually gets caught by by two police officers that look like Nazis on bikes that I didn't I didn't try to make sense of truly I didn't try to make sense that they're they're like excuse me can we see your papers and he runs off as a gangly old fool uh, they track him down as he cryingly sings the song pennies from heaven and uh, eventually then runs back and then there's the biggest musical number which I think at the time had 128 dancers uh, to, to close out the movie uh, singing The Glory of Love which is just the most bizarre of endings I've ever heard uh, and mm -hmm. overall uh, it brings us to an end from Pennies from Heaven um, Jeremy don't, don't flip over my other favorite scene which is when she decides to be a prostitute and puts on her, her game face, Christopher Wilkin puts on the final thing that says, yeah, well, if you tease, I will cut your face. Yeah. That was <laughs> totally terrifying. <laughs> Gosh. It is worth mentioning how good that Christopher Walken scene. There really is like he nails his dance scene so hard. Like I actually did enjoy that little dance number. And he finally just slowly gets more naked until he has a fucking tattoo that I forget what this giant heart tattoo says on his it's chest. Lulu. It's Lulu. Lulu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh yeah, it's it's a fun that is a very, very fun time, and it's just Honestly, Christopher Walken, that whole scene, steals that whole movie for in just that brief little moment. My second favorite part of his career, other than having sex with Robert Wagner and then having Robert Wagner kill his wife on that boat. I was just <laughs> about to say, it very much probably reminded him of his years with Natalie Wood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. Natalie Wood. Um, I'm sure she's fine. She's just missing still. You know Woodcut doesn't float. Um, <laughs> so uh, that brings us to an end of uh, Pennies from Heaven. Jeremy, I, well, first, um, Ashley, your final thoughts on this uh, on this wonderful Time movie. Is rain, is rain. 
Um, it was it was a ride. Nothing quite like getting up super early on a Sunday morning to relive the idea of what it is to be a woman in a man's world. It was truly great. Um, Jeremy, explain yourself. <laughs> this movie is gonna be great. Unlike the last two years of Biden. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Uh, I can, uh, I, I'd like to emphatically tell everyone and one of our listeners, um, you don't have to watch this one. Just enjoy this podcast about it. Enjoy the nipples. Maybe look up just the scene with Christopher Walken. If you'd like to go ahead and jump it, it's like a two ninety nine rental on YouTube or Amazon Prime if you'd love to uh, uh, check it out. But uh, it, for me, it's a pass, dog. It's a pass. Uh, as the great Randy from American Idol would say. Um, but that brings... Great Randy Quaid. Yes, from the great Randy Quaid. <laughs> Hello, boys! I'm back again! Ashley, where can people find you at? Uh, you can always find me online at Ashley Pontius Laughs, or you can find me as well on Instagram at Slash and Gash DMV. You can catch me performing in Silver Spring at McGinty's Pub on the 15th and at Spend the Night at the Black Box Theater in Silver Spring on the 16th with Megan Graves. And uh, all things Eric Comedy at ericcomedy.com. I'll have some new show dates up coming up in October, uh, but I'm pretty much done for the month of September. And we have no show next week, so uh, go into our archives. Love it, live it, laugh it. Jeremy, take us the hell out of here, brother. Let's just behave with more cowbell. 